here we are. We're back. Part two. Part two. <laughs> Part Christmas two. breakdown. All right. Um, so that's going to be the name of the script that I write about someone who <laughs> has a nervous oh breakdown god. over Christmas Eve. <laughs> oh my god! The Christmas oh breakdown. My oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Are we a team or what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> or is that the title of our movie we were workshopping in the first? Right. The first, uh, that was episode. He Sees You When You're Sleeping. Yeah. I like that better. I like that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah. Thanks for joining us again. Here we are talking about Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And, and like other Christmas stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We, I think we've. Christmas full, vibes. I feel very comfortable with how much we have, were able to cover in the f- first episodes. Like we yeah. got all that out of the way. Like that is what we usually consume so now it's back to like okay let's start with like what is your favorite uh one or two classic christmas movies it's not you know sometimes it's hard to choose but like yeah what's your what's your fallback go-to if you want to feel that like christmas holiday cozy vibe that makes you feel like childhood or like the best parts of christmas where do you where where do you lean towards Um, i'll go i'll just mention some stuff real quick um the home alone movies obviously Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. Elf is something I watch every year. Mm-hmm. I also love the old Rankin Bass, like Rudolph, and you know those things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I like for some like a lo- I guess a lot of the movies that I watch come from what was put on by my parents. You know, when I was younger, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. like one of those was White Christmas, and I have to watch that every year too. Mm-hmm. But the one, my favorite Christmas movie of all time, is called Scrooge, and a lot of people haven't seen this film. Were you talking about Scrooge or Scrooged? No, not okay. Scrooge. Not okay. Scrooge. Okay. It's called Scrooge. Okay. And it is a version of a Christmas story, a musical version of a Christmas story, but uh, or of a Christmas carol, whatever it's called, by Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a musical that was filmed in the 70s. And um Alec Guinness, who played Obi-Wan Kenobi, is Marley. Hmm. And Albert Finney, who is a was an amazing actor, he was in Aaron Brockovich with Julie Roberts. Mm-hmm. He plays uh Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the best version I've ever seen. It's hilarious. Mm. It's funny. It's heartwarming. The you know obviously it's not like all special affected out like new versions of Scrooge. And the, my favorite thing in the entire movie is when he sees the ghost of Christmas past, and it's a it's just a woman beautifully dressed like with a <clears throat> huge hat and a muff, whatever. And he says, um, he says, "You don't look like a ghost." And she says, "Thank you." <laughs> it's, <like the> best. <laughs> it's so good. Uh-huh. Um, they did a stage version of this and it broke the like world record for the most people on stage. Wow. In any production ever. And what I love about this um, musical is that almost every song that's in it at the end of the film, you feel so joyous because mm. they do a reprise uh. every song. And it's one of those, it's one of those, um, cause you know, when it's like, what day is it? It's Christmas day, you know? And he goes through the town or whatever. The entire town the entire city slowly builds into following him and they're all singing Mm. and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and there's like they pass a church where like choir boys are singing and all the choir boys are like f this and they like join Mm. in with them it's it's great it's such a beautiful movie and i love it and i watch it every year um so those are those are some of my favorite like classic yeah i think christmas movies yeah and a christmas Uh, story with the bb gun and all that I know I, I will I will go super obvious for my first one is a Christmas story like we we did watch that religiously as kids um it did was you watch the new one 
I haven't yet. I haven't either, but I'm going to watch it. I, I'm going to, too. Uh, yeah, I think I want to watch it when I'm in the Grand with my family because oh, yeah. uh, we, me and my brother and sister, we, that was our bread and butter for Christmas time. We we quote all the time. There's something about the mom that is so our mom. Her oh, hair, I think, mm-hmm. her hair is exactly how my mom's hair was like the huge curly crimped hair. The the way that she like snaps at uh, Ralphie in the hallway, she goes, don't you give me that look. You're going to get it. It sounds exactly like my mom. I love Ralphie on the double. <laughs> on the double. I had to put soap in. I literally had to put soap in my mouth for cursing when I was a kid. My brother had a BB gun that he shot me with in the butt. It got taken away. Like there's there's so many. It's parallels. very universal for a lot of people. Very universal. And and just the moment where the the mom and dad sit in the chair and there's the song Silent Night playing and it's just snowing outside. And it's just those moments of like peace that you find among all the chaos. I, I, I just I just love that movie. And every time I watch it, I cry at this one moment and I've seen it hundreds of times. And it's when Ralphie is beating up the bully and he's just cursing up a storm and mom has to grab him and goes, Ralphie. And he looks at his mom and just starts blubbering. I die there's something about when you see your mom and you're in a highly emotional state and you realize what you've done and you fall apart it's just such a genuine moment every time i have goosebumps right now that 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 part doesn't really get me but just a few minutes later when she kind of glosses over it to his dad yes and doesn't make a big deal of it because she knows otherwise his dad will be mad and she just walks by him and rubs his shoulder yes and i was like that part is what gets me is it like she's the magic of moms yeah right that she just knows this is not something that he needs to and they're like orchestrating this whole this whole production and making sure that there's peace oh my god and she just has to be there to answer everybody and to keep everyone on the same page and like keep the peace and never eats a hot meal like yeah, yeah, never sits down. Never sits down. Um, <laughs> that is my that is my number one favorite. That's Christmas a great. Movie. Yeah, it's really. I good. think like yeah, I I have another one, but I mean I want to hear one of yours. Um, I absolutely grew up watching Christmas Story and Christmas Story and uh the Santa Claus were like my mm-hmm. childhood, uh up through high school, and then I like it was like I'd seen them too many times, so I had to I had to get my own my new batch, but my new. Since I say new, it's like 17 years old. Um, my my post uh, high school favorite is The Family Stone. Mm, um, mm-hmm. I've and, never seen that movie. Oh, oh it's great. My I'll watch it. God, uh, when you guys are talking about family, mm-hmm. let me just tell you, like this movie. Um, and again, I feel like it takes place around Christmas, but really it's about family, and like it's really about dynamics and and just this dysfunctional like Mm -hmm. like weirdness of of that and um it's oh my god uh i cry i laugh i love it and fantastic like just beautiful ensemble yeah the Um, cast is out of control cast is amazing and um yeah and queer we got we got we got a little (laughs) we got two queers and um and rachel mcadams one of my Mm all-time favorite roles for her ever Mm -hmm. of all time i really Um, need to see it yeah, it's phenomenal. It's just, it's just very. It's again, it's just well done. It's, it's a lovely story. It's like I think very relatable for a lot of people. It's like it takes this idea, I think, of like this very um, classic, like perfect sort of like uptight mom, and then and like you know, kind of this like cut cookie cutter family and kind of like dysfunctions it out and blows it up a little bit. Um, anyway, it's so good. It's so yeah. good. 
Um, so that's one that I probably I'm always like, that's when I think about like that feeling that and I will say the holiday is a close second. Mm. I feel like it's very underrated. Mm hmm. And it's just, it's fantastic. It also, yeah. there's, a, I could talk a lot about it too, which I won't get into, but I think it really burst a lot of these tropes that we talk about, but mm -hmm. it like, because it was the original, I did it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. When I was a child, we had this, uh, back in the eighties, it was a big deal to have a, a, a book version of a movie, like a movie book, where it was basically like, pictures of the movie with like little subtitles just explaining what the movie is um and we had one we had one for like et and it was like basically just like stills of the movie and i don't know they were a thing they were a thing and so we had a movie book it's like a picture book of a movie Aww. and we had we had a lot of them we were obsessed with them we had one for this movie called santa claus the movie and we were obsessed with it. And every Christmas we would look at it and the pictures were so beautiful. So I recently have been revisiting that movie every Christmas time. It was filmed oh. in it was filmed in 1985. It has Dudley Moore as the main elf. And you could tell that at the time, the big uh, movie productions uh, were just pouring a ton of money into making the most epic Christmas movie they could ever imagine with like the biggest stars and the sets, the costumes, the everything is just so over the top. And they really, really wanted to hit home on that Christmas feeling. They really hit mm -hmm. hard. The first 10, 15 minutes are so beautiful. It's like it sparkles. It's colorful. It's Santa Claus, Santa Claus's origin story. And then it goes into oh. modern times. And then John Lithgow is like this evil toy corporation owner who's trying to take down Santa and then Dudley Moore who at the time was like the biggest star in the world is this mm -hmm. elf and he's trying to do his thing it's it's so good and I actually played it for Michael and my friend Julia who are over and they were kind of like eh, like this movie doesn't really hit it for me but for me it's like it's that 80s Christmas feeling like in the mm -hmm. 80s they had their own aesthetic and their own idea of what Christmas looked like and felt yeah. like mm -hmm. and that reminds me mm -hmm. of my childhood so obviously uh, personally, so like um, National Lampoons, yeah, like there's mm -hmm. just oh, like a, there's like the, the like the art and the yeah, just the mm -hmm. like 80s Christmas aesthetic is what I look for when I try to find that cozy feeling. It reminds me of being tinsel, tinsel, just that exactly the tinsel, <laughs> the the large <laughs> rainbow bulbs, the mm -hmm. big ones that are real glass, like the flocking, yeah, mm -hmm. yep. yeah. Yeah, Big that. Snow. Yeah, yeah. Just like the cleanup, they were not thinking about cleanup. They were not no. thinking about. They were no. not being. They were like, what material? Whatever materials we can use. Exactly. Uh, whatever kind of like products. Yeah. plastic and aluminum things we can stick on yes. everything because it sparkles <laughs> and it doesn't matter what it's like later. I put tinsel on my tree one year because I wanted to recreate that experience. Uh, never again. It yeah, is no, regrets. Regrets. Mm -hmm. Nothing but regrets. Anyway, so. <laughs> Santa Claus no. the movie it it's on way. it's on Amazon Prime I recommend watching it for seriously the first 15 to 20 minutes and then the rest of the movie is not that necessary but uh you could tell they wanted to make this epic Santa Claus movie and then they like had to come up with a plot so it's not really worth finishing but watch the first 20 <laughs> minutes watch the first 20 minutes you'll love it you will love it okay I'm in yeah, yeah. I'm in um any other classic ones we want to talk about or should we move on Oh, classic. I just, you know what, Snoopy? Yeah. You know what? Charlie oh, Brown. Yeah. Do you wanna, yeah, yeah. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. Do you want to just like be a child? Yeah. Like, and I love how short it is. And yes. I love yeah. 
the voices like talk about that to me just the feeling of it of like absolute childhood and absolute yeah. just like Innocence. giving over mm-hmm. to that yes yeah you're right like giving into that like moment of just like it's you know what but it's christmas uh-huh. and like can we just slow down and like mm-hmm. pretend there's magic everywhere right um the yeah. music in that the music oh. sticks with you <clears throat> if you hear oh. it anywhere you go <sighs> there's like oh we, there's have a, so- we, have a yeah. C- we have a cd of it my parents yeah. still yeah and we we play yep. it all the yep. time all the time when I was a kid, I had a cassette tape of the Chipmunks Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I would, pl- I wore it out. So yeah. every year, like, mm-hmm. I kind of have to listen to those songs and and the story about Alvin with mm-hmm. his little, whatever, instrument, harmonica and all that. Um, so, yeah, that would be another classic thing. But other mm-hmm. than that, yeah. Uh, what about uh, a Christmas movie that is not technically a Christmas movie? Oh, I have one. I We probably have the same one. Um, you and I, Michael, you and I saw this movie together in a theater, and we laughed our asses off to it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yes, we did. <laughs> Batman Returns with Batman Michelle Pfeiffer and Michael Keaton is my favorite Christmas stop. movie that's not technically a Christmas movie. You stop it right now. Yeah. I swear to you, two days ago, I go, you know what it's time for? <laughs> Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. I go, uh-huh. I go, it's a Christmas. I look at my friend Tyler, I go, it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> so a couple, I mean, but, but legitimately, it is. It is. It Yes. <clears throat> like the way that film ends, it ends with peace on earth, good he, the line, peace on earth, good yeah. for men. <laughs> yeah. And he says, and women too. Like that's great that he, right. you know, that Batman oh, says that. But feminism. then um there's the Christmas tree lighting as part of the story. Like, oh, Christmas tree. Oh, mistletoe. mistletoe. The, the lines about mistletoe. The, the um, gift man. He's the, he's a maker of toys. The villains popping out of actual Christmas presents that are the size yeah. of a building. Um, my favorite is at the tree lighting is the woman. You know how many times me and Shang gotta go, would, girl talk. She she takes <laughs> off her go. robe. She takes off her robe and everyone goes, Whoa! And she goes, How about that? Talking <laughs> about our body. That's like we say that all the time. How about that? That role was meant for Anna Nicole. Oh, it yeah, was totally, totally uh, was. One it really was thousand percent. Um, yeah, absolutely. That movie is perfect, tip to toe. Mm-hmm. Absolute yep. perfection. I, th- um, I I think it's the best Batman movie ever made. I do too. It's no, no question. Yeah. I will say this. No I mean, this is going to be a tangent. I'll say it real fast. But I think that a lot of the new Batman <laughs> movies are like, we got to have it be super dark. We got to have it be right. real. And and the Robert, what's it, Pattinson one, yeah. and the Christopher Nolan ones mm-hmm. are afraid to call her Catwoman. They right. Never, they never say it. They always say Selena. They call her Selena. They Selena never Kyle. say Catwoman. As if there's not a guy dressed like a fucking bat standing Right, there. right. So, this is camp. This is all camp. Yeah, camp. to embrace the camp of it and the fun of it, how, while also acknowledging, like, that. what that movie is about is about how when you put on a mask, you can be more of who you actually are. Mm-hmm. And what I love about that is that Catwoman, previous to this, had always been good and bad, mm-hmm. but it had mm-hmm. never been the fact that she was both of those things, the mm-hmm. duality of that with a mask and Selena, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it had never bl- bothered her before. And mm-hmm. in this movie, mm-hmm. it really messes with her brain. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know. I just love that. I love that there's lines, classic lines in it about mistletoe. And mm-hmm. you, know, like, you can't remove it from Christmas. No, you can't. And yeah. obviously, you know, Dana DeVito and Michelle Pfeiffer, for me, it, make the movie what it is. Uh, they both were the most perfectly cast characters Absolutely. I think ever in film 
history. Do you know who was originally cast as Catwoman in this movie? Cher, Madonna, uh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Annette, Annette, Annette Benning, but then she got then pregnant. Mm -hmm. Yes, Annette yeah. Benning. No. Yeah. That would have been so different. Well, she would have been good, but yeah, no. I'm sure she would have been. But no. Um, some, but uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, and to me, that's Michelle, the ultimate. Michelle. Yeah. You know, when I talk about, like, we talked about in the last episode about the feeling of being in a city during Christmas time. When I was in New York mm -hmm. and it was Christmas time, I'd pretend like I was in Gotham, Gotham City and Batman yeah. Returns because it's mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that feeling of like it's snowing, you're in a city, there's mm -hmm. crime, but it's also peaceful and pretty, mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. all of yeah. this is coexisting. You know, you find absolutely your own. and like. At the Christmas parties, you yeah. know, the sparkling oh. dresses, the, the like masquerade, all the, music, the masquerade ball, like all of that, the glitz. Yeah, yes. the tree Guys, lighting. I'm, I'm like, desperate hello. now to like, this is all inspiring me to write like some sort of Christmas yeah. thing. <laughs> I know. Uh, I need to do it. I, I, one thing about I that movie. I, I think you should. Next time you watch it, which will probably be today, uh, just notice notice how big his fireplace is in his living room. Oh, because it's um, it's a, it's it's, it's as a, tall as him, and and the log is a tree. A car. It's yeah. an entire tree. And and yeah, I'm just and this is just work. like a casual <laughs> fireplace yeah. that he has going when he's hanging out. Michelle Pfeiffer's over. And I'm like, I'm like, first you know of all, how long that took to light. Yeah, <laughs> it and took a long time to light. <laughs> you know, you know how hot that room would be. Like, it oh. is a tree on fire in your room. Like, it is. The oh, most... I mean, he does live in a stone cave. Cabinet, sure, so sure. That's the only it. source of heat in the entire of the entire the entire cave entirety of Wayne Manor. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will say honorable mention to Christopher Walken's smoky eye um, uh, in that uh, film and his wig, like. Just the make the I, he invent as far as I am concerned he invented contouring and yeah, yeah. I I will I will start I'm gonna start painting my eyebrows down halfway down my nose <laughs> oh my god uh, just yeah. just to honor him in that mm -hmm. in that role also an incredible moment for him such a good oh. villain he's such a good villain oh. yeah yeah that um, movie is perfect yep yep anyway yep. Christmas. anyway Christmas. Uh, Michael, do you have uh, do you have other ones uh there I think a I mean, I've never seen Die Hard. I know that's what people talk about a lot. I've seen it once. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it. it. Fine. It's, it's not shit. calling me. It's not calling me. I'm not gonna. Who I'm not gonna go there. Who that's, cares? That's, that's that's for the that's for the streets. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the men. Um, uh, gremlins we mentioned gremlins before gremlins oh absolutely gremlins lovely and and her her whole monologue about how her dad was stuck in the chimney and she's saying it it's this like peaceful moment and he's like oh yeah. that's so sad and you're just like what yeah i'm like what? roll it back roll it back <laughs> Full and then stop. that's when yeah. you realize i'm like that's there's no other greater like movie monologue that no. is incredible no. yeah uh, and, yeah and and, and also TV. also that movie perfectly sums up what I'm trying to get out before with the eighties vibe of Christmas, the, yes. the huge bulbs on the tree with the tinsel, the, the fake snow on everything. Like it is full on that eighties Christmas vibe that I, that and I'm always like the, striving for. Totally. The sweaters, the Christmas the sweaters. sweaters yeah. Like the like, maybe Kate's you know, bangs. Little, yeah. Oh my God. Baby Kate's everything. But like, yeah, yeah like Kate's they're, bangs. They're, they're working at, <laughs> They work at the bank or whatever, like just like the the yeah. decorations, even uh -huh. at the workplace, all yeah. of it, just mm -hmm. yeah, aluminum. You just yeah. like you feel like you can touch, aluminum. you can feel yeah, it. It's all crunchy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I would also, mention that one. There, there's two. I have like two more was, I do want to mention, but go ahead. Min. Oh, oh yeah. I just I was just gonna say I feel like there was this like kind of slew of movies that came out that were like very like rom com set at Christmas kind of movies. Mm. Um, Serendipity and Just Friends are two oh, that yeah. I love. And Just Friends was like 
one of my favorite movies from a while. Like mm-hmm. I thought it was so funny. There are some very truly funny moments in that. Um, and again, it's like not the backdrop is Christmas right and it's very like big time man makes it big goes home and it's all the things but it's um Mena, how have I not mentioned just friends yet that is I don't know who I am anymore that is like <laughs> one of Fun my here. favorite Anna Ferris roles she's ever done she is the reason why that I movie is good oh she is the that reason I mean that movie, movie yeah. you oh, watch it I, I just perfect. like I watch she's it and perfect. I just wait for her moments I just wait for yeah. her moments everything else is filler I, I just get out my toothpaste and I just yep. wait to eat it with oh her I'm just like <laughs> you know I how... still say I quote <clears throat> that movie so many times me and you quote that together like constantly I, where's Ashton Ashton, where's Ashton? am I being pugged <laughs> Um, um, I don't yeah. I'm, I'm not supposed to know things I'm the talent I'm the talent when she's like oh. her forgiveness song I mean forgiveness oh my <laughs> god forgiveness it's more than oh, saying so sorry yeah. also just like that po- like the whole premise of her promoting this pop star and like yeah. the, the, the poster for I'm like I want that poster for my oh. in my room Samantha anyway. Samantha Woo! Samantha James is her name in the movie I need to get a Samantha, Samantha James poster James. Oh, yeah. Anyway, anyway yeah, sorry. I absolutely delightful. So anyway. good. Yeah. So good. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. What are your movies, Terry? All right. Um, I mean, along the same lines as uh, Batman Returns, I would say Edward Scissorhands. Yes. <laughs> oh, good um, one. Oh, my God. It's a movie that absolutely. severely impacted me as a young teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yes. Just with the, the I, it's my favorite film score of all time. The, the mm-hmm. music is very mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's just interesting how it kind of like uh, builds up to this like Christmas party that that doesn't mm-hmm. even happen is what I kind yeah. of love about that. Mm. Um, and then the other one that I think uh, it's kind of along the same lines as Die Hard. But for me, I would I actually prefer to Die Hard. And it's um, a Gina Davis movie called The Long Kiss Goodnight. Oh, stop yeah. it. Oh, I uh oh, I, I don't know who I am anymore. I love that movie. <laughs> stop and, and, everything. And, it's, and it's a great it integrates Christmas Kind uh-huh. of in the, like you said, minute it just happens kind of at mm. Christmas time, right? And mm-hmm. not really it opens like, at yeah. Christmas, mm-hmm. but it's not about Christmas, honey. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's about chefs, Christmas, chefs do that. It's, it's favorite, about Charlie. That. Yeah, chefs do that. Yeah. My old roommate Frank. That is his number one favorite movie of all time. Oh. Of all My, time. The, the part that cracks oh. me up the most is when um, Samuel Jackson's trying to like get into some place, whatever, and. Gina Davis's character is like off on a cliff, like with mm-hmm. a sniper rifle, and she's you know, and she's like, um, "There's four guys that like you know that you need to get paid." She's like, "Then take them out for me, bitch! What are you good for?" <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because like it's when she's fully embraced and remembered who she sure, is. Sure, sure. Like, then take them out for me. What are you good for? Take them out for me. <laughs> yeah, it's um, so good. But those are the other two. Another, another all I picture perfect, from that movie is just her doing the chopping, movie. and she's like, uh-huh. "Get me more vegetables," and she's like, "Chop, chop, chop, yeah. chop. Get me something else." And then she hocks the knife. <laughs> right, right. The yeah, just do that. <laughs> Um, so what, ab- what about have you seen any uh scary Christmas movies, uh, horror themed? Yeah. Talk about mm-hmm. like a you yeah. know, where Christmas is maybe the backdrop of it, but like what's a what's a good yeah. horror film? Because yeah. I love October for all the scary movies, I dig deep into it, and I it's fun to have some crossover when it gets to be December to be like, I still mm. kind of miss watching <clears throat> something kind of messed up and mm. oh. gory. So I have one that I saw in theaters with my friends called Krampus, and it's relatively I love recent. that movie. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. 
Travis fucked me up. I'll watch <laughs> anything with Tony Collette. I'll watch anything with Tony. Anything, yeah. First of all, first of all, anything with Tony. Second of all, I think about that movie more often than I'd like. I truly do. What I parts truly, fucked like, you up? Around I, the corner, I'm just like. I will say before we get into it. When the I, it was, oh, sorry. Like it was, it was a little campier than I expected. It was. It to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I think made it for me where I was like, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. you had to do this because this is insane. Um, when he goes up, when he's like basically bit like trying to appeal to this like demon side, like, and it's just like, no. And I'm just like, and then they wake up and they're in a goddamn. Yeah. Right. Snow globe. Snow globe. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's my. right. When they I realize was... that and they're yeah. just fucking trapped on a on a shelf i'm like i'm yeah. out i'm done yeah. just just the the um i don't know the word i'm reaching for right now but it's just absolutely like the absolute like there's no escape mm-hmm. it just felt like a dream felt like a lot of my nightmares mm-hmm. it's how i feel my nightmares where i think oh i'm gonna escape right now no i'm not mm-hmm. i'm gonna escape mm-hmm. I'm, this isn't happening oh yes it is oh i made it out that's, no i didn't yeah. that's my narrative that's my, kind of. <laughs> yes inescapable mm-hmm. absolutely um futile <clears throat> yeah. surprised me about that movie was this like very sweet tender relationship between this boy mm-hmm. and his grandma mm-hmm. yes. who who doesn't speak a lot of english mm-hmm. and yes. so for me that was kind of the relationship i Omar. had with my grandma mm-hmm. and so i i loved that mm-hmm. about it how it was a scary movie but it had that kind of little bit mm-hmm. of heart mm-hmm. to it that was yeah cool. absolutely i love it I felt uh, slightly disappointed with Krampus because I was expecting to get actually really freaked out. And, and that's the, what I was expecting to. The campiness kind of took me out of it. And I had to like switch gears and be like, okay, I need to experience this movie differently because it's not, <clears throat> it's not going to haunt me. But then there were moments <laughs> that did. Like uh-huh. I, when I think of that movie, there's one moment where I'm just like, oh, where the kid is stuck out in the snow. And in the distance, you see something that's a big shadow jumping from roof to roof. Yes. And that was super creepy. When the mm-hmm. gingerbread, cookie is running around screaming i'm like all right all right this uh-huh. is taking me out of it a little bit but i did really i it's very entertaining and i had to like switch my 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 lens to watch it be like this is this is fun this is campy and has some yeah. scary elements well hopefully we could get another krampus movie that maybe yeah. is just kind of horror scary right. not right. kind of you know without mm-hmm. silly elements and then i think both would be great for different moods mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. I will also say, like, just a, like a side, an, a mention, an honorable mention. It's not technically horror, but it is very dark, and it's one of my all-time, all-time favorite movies. Um, it's like dark, hilarious, Scrooged, Scrooged, oh, yeah. Scrooged, um, and I, I think it's truly one of the sweetest, like. What a, I don't know. You kind of get that sweet moment at the end. I love Bill mm-hmm. Murray, so he mm-hmm. has, he can do no wrong in my eyes. But like dark, it is. A, it's a pretty dark, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and it really deals with some real stuff. And uh, yeah, so I, I that one, I, I watch it all the time. But I've, it's very much that same feeling. The like he's being haunted, he's going insane, right. and like all of the real stuff that's awful around him. Um, Anyway, that's um, kind of it's not the, it's, it's horror adjacent. It's dark. The the ghost that is the tall in the chains uh-huh. and he opens up his cloak uh-huh. and it's all these fucking and tortured demons. <laughs> and at that as a kid, I mean, that uh-huh. scarred me. I that left a mark. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I've been watching that movie since I was like, you know, six years old with right. my parents. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like it it has part it sits I in just, my brain in a special place. I rewatched it last year and it's still great. I love it. I did come away with it feeling like 
he was such an asshole and he's still an asshole. Like he's so terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and, and I just was like, I don't buy it. He has completely turned around like, yeah. but whatever. I enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> a, a Christmas. Take it up with Charles Dickens. I, yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, Christmas scary movie that I personally love that is not super mainstream is called A Christmas Horror Story. Leaning into that literal uh, title we were talking about before. Uh, <laughs> it's a Christmas anthology. So it's a bunch of short, it's a bunch of stories. And there's not really anyone famous in it. Actually, there's one person. Uh, William Shatner is in it. And he is a radio host. I've heard of this. He's a radio host and he's uh he's kind of the like that center point of all the stories. So mm -hmm. there's multiple storylines going on. This doesn't even give anything away, but there's one story about Santa at the North Pole where all of his elves are turning into zombies. He's having to kill them off one at a time. There's a story about <laughs> kids, like high school kids sneaking into their high school to conjure up a ghost in the basement. There's um a family who's going to their great aunt's rich castle house to um ask for money because they're like a bunch of crooks there's uh, a of a mother of uh, uh, a mother father with a child who we think is actually not their real child it's like something weird what? went on um all of these stories are happening simultaneously they're popping back and forth they all have christmas in the background and mm. It's actually like kind of talking about how terrible people can be around Christmas. Mm -hmm. And and uh, there's twists and turns and connections between the stories that you're not expecting. They actually, there is somewhat of a thread. And then there's a twist at the end that you're just not expecting. And it flips you on your head. And I don't think it's, I don't think anything in the movie is so scary that it would be that I would like, if you're not into scary movies, I wouldn't be like, Oh, don't watch it. Then it's not really that scary. There's moments of gore, but it's, it's ridiculous. And William Shatner keeps it light. And I just mm. love this movie. Anyone I've recommended it to you. were like, that was a fun ride. You're <clears throat> taking on a ride. Uh, let me check right now. Um, it's, it's reminding me, it's sounding so much like one of my all time favorite Halloween movies, trick or treat. It's, oh, yeah. ex it's exactly yeah. that. It's exactly yeah. that. I, I, that's a that's an annual watch for me. So yes. yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm sold. Yep. Watch it. Watch it. Down. Watch it. Um, yes. It's available yeah. on. I don't know. It's actually hard to find. And so it's on Shutter, which is an okay. app you have to pay for. It's five dollars a month for it. scary things. <laughs> um, other than that, it's just, you can rent it. You can rent it for a dollar, pretty much anywhere. Okay. So oh. um, it's it's worth a dollar. So check I have one horror Christmas movie that I think is crazy. Um, I believe it's from 1974, and it's the original Black Christmas. Mm. So they made a remake oh. of this in like 2000-something. But it's about a sorority um, of girls who around Christmas time, like right before Christmas break, whatever, I guess they're preparing to go home, blah, blah, blah. And then a slasher dude comes in and starts to try and kill them all. <laughs> and um, I believe this was viewed as the first ever slasher movie. No, so, or like what? I think, yeah, like one of like them ever before ever? Halloween. Well, I don't know. I don't remember when Halloween came out. When was Halloween? Let's see. What's the other one? Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth. We're Friday talking 13th about Christmas slasher. today, not Halloween. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> we hit back to Christmas. Halloween well, was I, nineteen. You know... Halloween was nineteen seventy-eight. Damn. Yeah. Um, wow. Weird. Black Christmas. 
1974. Yeah. So, so the first slasher, like starting the genre of the slasher movies, so, yeah. was a Christmas mm-hmm. horror movie. I think so. Incredible. That's wild. That's I mean, wild. Don't, you know, don't count me on that. Like, what about Texas that, Chainsaw but... Massacre? What is Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Let's see. And well, now we're just delved into a completely different topic. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Texas Chainsaw yeah, Massacre Chainsaw. was 1974 as well. Wow. Okay. So okay. We'll need. We need, well, someone look up the months, but I'm so, not going to get. <laughs> yeah. I I just think like you know Christmas is a time. I I don't know why there aren't more movies set around it's such it's so ripe for like horror and awfulness and darkness Mm -hmm. because of the contrast and also like just because of like how people can be so Mm -hmm. awful right Mm -hmm. it is like just i don't know i feel like and yeah what a what a lovely setting for some gore right nothing better than like Ah, like a Chris, like a Santa, like in the corner, like an animated Santa <laughs> singing jingle bells while like someone's being stabbed to death. I'm like, uh-huh. that's good. That's yep. beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And like so many of the scary movies are so uh, enthralling because they take something that is so comforting and they make it scary. Right. So it's right. taken your mm-hmm. safe place. Anyway, yep. what was that? What Okay. What What is the premise of that movie you're talking about, Terry? The um, slasher. What is it called again? Black Christmas? Black Christmas. Okay, so during their Christmas break, a group of sorority girls are stalked. Oh, right, right. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's literally it. So Olivia Hussey is in it. She was in, like, the before the 90s Romeo and Juliet. There was, like, a standard movie version of Romeo and Juliet. Gotcha, gotcha. She was Mm -hmm. Juliet in that. Um, Margot Kidder is in it. I believe that Andrea Martin, if you saw her, you would know who (gasps) she is. Andrea Martin, she plays their, um, like, sorority mom. Oh, cute. Yeah, and she's great. So, um, But, yeah, it's kind of an interesting movie fun, i would fun. check it out if you yeah. i need to watch it yeah um i think there was a remake of it too yeah there was in like 2000 yeah. something yeah um mm-hmm. let's see well now i'm just gonna find it. <laughs> Black <laughs> christmas um there was an in 2006 starring michelle trappenberg from buffy the vampire Slayer. yes and <laughs> mary elizabeth winstead who i believe was in like uh, scott pilgrim and stuff gotcha mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. anyway cool um well cool rex we could switch gears into uh how do you feel about christmas music the right. not the the non-consensual uh christmas music that you have to experience everywhere you go starting well, you know mid-november <laughs> i don't really oh hear it anymore God. you don't when yeah, i worked I, retail when i worked retail i you know obviously did so sounds like we've all worked retail at some point in our lives where where did y'all work at retail i worked at famous footwear at the Gateway Mall in Springfield, Oregon. I worked okay. at Ikea for uh, four years. <laughs> um, and at Barnes & Noble for like five years. Okay. Wow, cute. You guys are, that's cute. Hold on. Um, how much time do you have? Okay. <laughs> I worked at, I worked at The Gap. I worked at Grocery Outlet for two and a half years. I worked at four different Eddie Bauer locations. I worked at Archibald Sisters in Portland when it was when it was here. I worked at um, a, a little boutique that is also gone called Moulet um, in the Pearl. And I worked at Toomey. Is that it? God, I don't know. There's probably more that I've forgotten. God, retail um, queen. Queen of retail. So yeah, I did. I had quite a, a cross section of like really of like mall and then like small um, small shops where we could control the the playlist a little bit more but um, it really 
I feel like there are people that were just starting to hear like the tales of like the very real experience that retail workers have when they're subjected to Christmas music for mm-hmm. that long. And um, it, yeah. And I'm here to tell you it's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> First time experience. It's, it's really, it was hard for me to hear Christmas music for a long time mm-hmm. and um, still is, but I have some favorites, but there's some where I'm just like, this is doing something to my cells. Like yeah. my body is reacting to this music right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, I'll say on that note, like I've always really, really loved Christmas music as a kid, as a teenager in my twenties. So working at a mall, it was a true test of, can I still love this? And it, <laughs> it, it, it was like, you know, being subjected to something that you love over and over and mm-hmm. over can mm-hmm. really, and I, I had to like, you know, maybe not listen to as much personally during that time, but I was able to maintain my love of Christmas music, but that job was a full test of it. Like that uh-huh. is, that is rough. That is, mm-hmm. that is an experience to hear those jing those bells that are in every single song, every single song over and over and over is it's rough. Well, yeah. and when you're, I just remembered I worked at Nordstrom too, but um, when you're subjected to... <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> it never ends. Yeah, I did. Uh, when you're subjected to a playlist that has a uh-huh. limited number of songs and then your shift is eight hours. So you've heard those songs yeah. multiple times and then guess what you get to do tomorrow? Hear them all again. <laughs> yep. <laughs> ah! I I like I... The closest thing I have to that is... Um, because we would have to hear it all year round is um, this like, you know, playlist that Ikea would always play to the point where I just got like, I was like, you know what, Cheryl, every day is not a winding road. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yes. yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah. I, for some reason, the, the strangest choice of, oh, Eddie Bauer. I, I'm like, what is the job of making these retail playlists? Like, who, who does that? Yeah. For some reason, one year they included the river as a Christmas song. And I swear to God, I have never been closer to just coming unglued at work. Just mm-hmm. like, y'all, are we just all laying down collectively? Wait, like, what is river? the river oh, song? Like, what, what is that song? It's like one of the it's one of the saddest, most depressing. Mm. I believe it's Joni Mitchell. Okay. Um, oh yeah. It is it's it's horrible. Very, very sad. I mean, I think it's a movie Beautiful about song. like death of like like it's horrible and uh, it's just very there's a, there's like, like one line in it about I'm... christmas and the song starts the song actually starts with like <laughs> yeah. the jingle bell like ding 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 and then it goes into the song yeah. not a christmas song can i ask a question can i ask a question not a christmas song yeah how do you guys feel about um raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens song the my favorite things used not... as a christmas song also not a Christmas song. Not here for it's not even either. Christmas. It's not even Christmas in the flipping movie when she sings it. Yeah, they're right. just yeah. like, oh, they're talking about presents. I'm like, right, oh. yeah, yeah. Right. That's exactly yeah. it. That's uh, I yeah. hate it. I wouldn't consider that. A I Christmas hate that song. song, period. I hate that song anyway. And then Yeah, what are some like, like who's wh- asking who's asking for a bright copper kettle for Christmas? Who? Oh yeah. never. <laughs> um what on the note of like Christmas songs we hate, you mentioned this earlier, but the chipmunks really really that's that's something I that like it. <laughs> i appreciate that you love it i appreciate that other people do but the 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 squeaky voices i can't i can't with it anymore yeah i, I just can't it's that, no. that's painful for me oh. no yeah. um i can't do i can't do that i can't do saw mommy kissing santa i've never oh yeah 
I can't do that one. Yeah. I can't do There's a list. I could, I, I'm not going to get into the list. I, sure. It's too long. I don't think there's too many Christmas songs I can't, you know, do without. <laughs> me, me too. It's fine. Like, yeah. And I, I, because I grew up in such a religious household, we mm-hmm. knew all the like Christmas, like religious Christmas songs too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And like, not even just the first verse. I know like all three or four um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> of the verses. <laughs> in Latin. Um, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like my family had a tradition where on Christmas Eve, my dad would read the Christmas story, like from the Bible. Wow. And then Aww. interspersed with that, we would sing like the appropriate Christmas song, mm-hmm. like at the moment that, wow. you know, whatever. Way so, to ruin oh, Christmas for your kids. Oh, oh my God. My, oh, my, my, <laughs> my dad has to do it every year. And my nieces and, and who like, aren't even religious are like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Incredible. Yeah. We never did that. Um, every year. I, I think when I think of Christmas songs, I love, I mean, because the Mariah Carey song, uh, which I, you know, it came out in like 1992 and it seemed like love actually was the reason why it like had a big resurgence. And then it was like on everyone's playlist. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like it. I used to love it a lot more. It has played out. I don't know how it's keeps getting to to number one because like I used to listen to it a lot more. I I can't really anymore. It's just too much. Um, Now it just represents the excitement that it's Christmas time. Sure. It is the theme song to Christmas. It is the well, chosen you know, it's song. It's a big deal. It's a big deal that it was written in the 90s and like became a classic, right? Like we have yeah. all of these like church songs. That totally. Are, like, and yeah, so for Silent it to be, like Night 1992 and, Noel. and A Woman No Less, yeah. you know, like wrote this song and then everyone's yeah. like, I think, I think that yeah. is interesting because yeah, we because a lot of the Christmas songs that we listen to, if you turn on the like 103.3 in Portland, it is all Christmas mm. music. When you put that on, it is mostly songs from the 50s and 60s. Yep. It's not a lot of modern day songs. And, yeah. and you know, Mariah got so much success with this. There are so many attempts now with current mm-hmm. pop stars trying to do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they come out with songs that are really catchy, but they still don't really catch on. But I will say some that are current that I love that I think mm. are potentially classics. I think yes. uh, Kelly Clarkson, Underneath the Tree. like Yes. She a thousand times the the very the intro alone when she starts singing she is going hard and it has it sounds like it's from the 50s it has like Mm -hmm. a big brass band in the background and it's her belting out a Christmas song and it feels like Christmas time and it's it's Mm -hmm. it's commendable to be like wow you did it you made a song that sounds like a classic uh in like Mm -hmm. 2008 or something uh that song uh I love Ariana Grande's uh is it uh Santa? It's not Santa Baby. Um, what is it? She has a Christmas song that's like really cutesy. Uh, Does she? Oh, uh, Pink. what is it? I'm pulling it up right now. It's called Santa. Tell me, Santa. Tell me. It's so cute. It's really good, and it has kind of like a more modern pop synth sound but it feels like an old old school christmas song i love that one um and obviously i love britney's song um she's only done one christmas song can you hear me yeah my only wish this year my only wish this year it is my baby because it's so it's so good it's so like britney 1999 it's how she used to sing it's how they used to produce her music (laughs) i love that song to death um i love it that, that's one that, that one feels like, like a classic yes. Christmas song. It Absolutely. totally does. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I will say honorable mention Taylor Swift Christmas tree farm is also love really it. Cute. Love it. 
So cute. So cute. Because she really it? was There's... raised on a Christmas tree farm. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I like, um, Cheryl Crow, no, Colby Calais. Oh, one of those. There's yeah. A Christmas song, Christmas in the Sand. Controversial, controversial take. I don't know that one. Uh, <laughs> I'm, maybe I'd recognize sexualizes, it. She sexualizes Santa a bit. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's, it's cute. And it was, oh god the other the, sorry the flip side of retail right where like some of these songs get in your head and then you you get like stockholm syndrome for them yeah. this was one of those for me where i was like i'd never heard it and then by like you know day three thousand of hearing it i'm like mm-hmm. oh my god is this yeah, the best yeah. song ever made like i'm like into it um but yeah it's cute and it was like it was made in like 2000 and yeah well there you go so or whatever so yeah anyway yeah um terry are there any christmas songs that you have to listen to or are you just not into it? I don't think there's any that I like have to listen to. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but uh, there's the only other one that I think kind of caught on that was written after the like 60s is um, what's her name? Faith. Is it Faith Hill? Faith Evans, whatever. Where are you Christmas? Oh, yeah. Faith Hill. That, that one. Yeah. That one kind of caught yes, on. Yeah. A little bit. From like, the Grinch. They, they yeah. Play it on the radio, at least like, you mm-hmm. know, um, and and I think that's a nice song. It's cute. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. Of, there's not a lot of um. I guess like like now when people write Christmas songs, I guess it depends. It's either like happy, upbeat, beautiful. It's Christmas. Right. Yeah, I love it. Or it's kind of melancholy. Mm-hmm. And that like, song is melancholy. Yeah. I like that feeling of like. Yeah. Um, Speaking of melancholic Christmas music, uh, my my grown up Chris- Christmas list. list? Yeah, I love that song because it's all about, you know, when I was a kid, this is what I wanted. But now as an adult, if I really could have a Christmas list, these are the things I would ask for. And it's more like, I want people to stop killing each other. I want us to have some real peace. (laughs) Like, can we just like, if I really am going to have a Christmas list as an adult, this is what it'd be. Um, it's like that's a pretty big ask, Linda. Can you just tell me about like a sure, 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 sure. Uh, yeah, could you just pick out pick out a watch instead? Got a Um, Chanel bag. Yeah, uh, for modern day Christmas music, me and Michael have both gotten really into RuPaul's Christmas albums. Oh my gosh, she has she has at least two. She might have three, but there's certain songs. Oh, that. Well, if we're going there. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, oh yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. There's, I have albums, don't worry. Yeah, there's um the, the our favorite song is called uh Christmas Queen. It goes it, it's such a fun song and it it's like you want to dance to it. It's it's RuPaul, it's amazing. There it's like for your gay party you're throwing. You put on RuPaul's Christmas, everyone's going to be into it. It's it's incredible. She really hit um, home with that. I'll say that my one of my favorite drag queens of all time, Jackie B has like two Christmas albums. And if you don't mm. know who Jackie B is, she's kind of like the weird owl of drag yeah. where she rewrites songs. And so she does Santa baby, but it's Santa's baby. And it's about how Santa <laughs> impregnated her. And um, it's just really great. They're really funny. Um, uh, she does like That's shares belief, but as mm. like a Christmas song, you know, um, it's, they're really funny. And it, to me, it actually kind of doesn't feel like Christmas yeah until I listen to to Jackie Beats Christmas albums yeah I'm so excited um to check these out I found that my own my go-to Christmas albums are the very special Christmas albums if you've ever heard of those Mm -mm. they're literally called a very special Christmas and they (laughs) um been coming out for years and they're uh 
very, they're just, they're compilations of uh, popular, whatever, like the po- really popular people of the, the specific era that they came mm-hmm. out in. Um, what am I trying to say? Mena, get it together. <laughs> they do some incredible arrangements. Mm. They have just some of the most interesting, fun, beautiful arrangements of like these really classic songs where it's like, okay, I hate the song Jingle Bells, but in this, you know, like you really get obsessed with like, that is perfect. Like no one else should ever sing um, Oh Holy Night. Tevin Campbell's like incredible. And like um, Powerline. There's just, there's just some incredible things. Yeah. What's that? Oh, Tevin Campbell was Powerline in a goofy movie. So I love Tevin Campbell. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good reference. Um, but yeah, so, so those those albums are always fantastic. I think there's like five of them out now. Fun. But, um, you know, I also just, I'm a sucker for the Rat Pack. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I'm like, croon to me. This and, was their heyday. Um, croon to me, honey. And mm-hmm. like, to this day, too, I, I should hate it, but I cannot get enough of Baby, It's Cold Outside. Yeah. That song to me, I don't know what it is, but I, I every time I hear it, it's like the first time I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this? <laughs> okay, yeah. so like, I think it's problematic we, as hell, but I don't care. <laughs> can we talk about the use of that song then in a Christmas movie that I love called yeah. Love Hard? Yes, yes. Oh my gosh, they changed the lyrics. <laughs> yeah, she mentions that like it's you know an awful rapey song, and they're forced to sing it, but she mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to. But then he has like, he's like, just sing the girl part. It's cool. I'll change the lyrics. And he makes it, it's actually like really funny where it's like very consensual and very like, you know, she's like, my mother is going to worry. And he's like, here, take my phone. Give her a call. Yeah. It's so cute. That's such a cute scene. I love that. Maybe I've seen it because I feel like I've seen that scene. What is Love Heart about? So Michael, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, um, Nina Love Hard yes, came I've out seen in it. 2021. It's an mm-hmm. LA girl unlucky in love falls for an East Coast guy on a dating app and decides to surprise him for the holidays only to discover that she's been catfished. Starring Nina Dobrev and right. Jimmy O. Yang. Right. Directed by Hernan Jimenez and written by Daniel Mackey and Rebecca Ewing. Uh, or Danny Mackey is how it's credited. Um, I love this movie. Not to like veer into talk mm. about movies again. But um, I feel like it was written for me. <laughs> like um, When she comes so to the cute. door like to actually this guy's house and knocks on the Mm. door and they're like who is it and they're like is it the mormons tell them to go away (laughs) (laughs) and then at the end when she because he loves love actually and she loves die hard that's like the Uh that's why the title is love hard i guess die actually was not a title they wanted to use (laughs) so they went with love hard um but at the end she kind of to like to like kind of uh apologize she does like the love actually like card thing yeah yeah and um and on it she said instead of say it's carol singers she says say it's the mormons (laughs) (laughs) um but we were talking really good moments in that movie we Uh were talking earlier about like how in happiest season like you know that there's like a little bit of misogyny in play where like how many movies where a guy does something terrible whatever right and this movie i felt like was going to be very difficult to get into because he catfished her and i was like even if he explains that like you know he felt um insecure and unconfident it's still wrong it's still going to be icky and the way that i think they fix it is that she does not realize that she's doing the same thing Right mm-hmm. to, to this to to both of these guys kind of, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so like makes them both messed up, and then it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, you know, and yeah. I, one of my favorite movies is um, the Truth About Cats and Dogs with Janine mm-hmm. Garofalo, oh. mm-hmm. and this oh felt a little gosh, bit like that. Cut. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because 
because he, um while he used a fake photo but mm-hmm. was speaking to her as really himself she is presenting her physical self to this mm-hmm. other guy but then right. being completely fake saying that she likes Thoreau and rock climbing or whatever mm-hmm. so it's just doing it in a different way yeah but mm-hmm. i legitimately think this movie's great i give it like five six seven eight nine sh- like shivs and candy canes all the way um <laughs> and it's not queer at all but it's yeah. well it's well written um it's mm-hmm. fun it's it, i don't know i watch it every year now i really like yeah. it I forgot about yeah, I, was, I forgot I've seen that. It was so good. I watched you guys, I watched it again this morning in preparation. And I did I just, watch I, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday yes. special this morning too. Yeah, I loved that. I thought that was so yeah, cute. It was fun. I, I didn't I liked it a lot. I, I will say I one thing it. about that, uh, which just time check, we have about 10 minutes. Um Chris Pratt, I I have a hard time with him now. Thanks. I, mm. I mean, there's so much about him, but even just like his performance and how he shows up in a film, how, his presence, he feels empty. He, he's mm. not the same Chris Pratt. There's he, something missing there. In I don't... this special, he did feel kind of like empty, but yeah. the reason I liked it so much was because I felt like it was more about the character Mantis wanting yeah. to give him a good Christmas. It was a Dragon <clears throat> Mantis side story, yeah. which I, I was so mm-hmm. there for. It was that great. Was fun. And the only thing that I thought was kind of the, the only thing I would have changed is that the beginning and the end have these like little animated sequences. Yeah. And maybe it's like trite, maybe it's like overdone now, but I would have sprung for doing those sequences in stop motion mm. because stop motion mm. animation says Christmas to me more than Big like time. Yes, absolutely. Time. absolutely. Um, and that would have been really cute, but whatever. Yeah. 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 It's Definitely. worth checking out. If you like the Marvel stuff, it's, it's really, really she, cute. Her, it made me cry. She, yeah, she's very funny in it. She's so funny. And when, yeah. when she finally reveals to him the secret and he accepts her. Yeah. I know oh, that was very sweet. I, I literally, like, I teared up. I was like, I don't know many Christmas specials or movies or whatever that are about this subject. Yeah, so totally. that was fun. Yeah, loved yeah. it. Um, okay. It. I'm so excited. You got to see it. Uh, what about like TV shows that you love that had like a Christmas episode? And I want to start with one that I think you both will appreciate. And it's the 1990s X-Men cartoon when they had a Christmas episode. I forget what it was called. I it was, don't remember this. It was basically like the Morlocks were going through something hard where they were being harassed a bunch and it was on Christmas Day. The whole, the episode starts out with like the entire team decorating their tree that's like 50 I'm gonna need feet to tall. Watch yeah, and uh-huh. like- like I think Jean Grey or Storm, one of them flies to the top to put the yes! star on, and they're all like joking around about like telling their Christmas stories. And of course, Wolverine is just like, "Oh, I hate Christmas. This is stupid. It's not worth it." And and they're like, "Oh, come on, Wolverine." So they end up like helping the Morlocks and bringing the Christmas to the Morlocks down in the sewers. The crazy, cringy part about this episode it is so cringy. They would never do this now. But it's all about how Wolverine doesn't like Christmas. And at the end, from what they go through, he finds the spirit of Christmas and they can't find Wolverine. They find him in a church praying at the end of like praying like to Jesus. Like he he literally finds Jesus at the end of the episode. I'm just like. That's, that's not what Christmas it. is about. No, and that's not what Wolverine's <laughs> about. And it they it was like like this early '90s thing no. where they're like, you got to find Jesus eventually. And it, it's it's funny and weird, and it <laughs> and it's so out of nowhere. Like it doesn't connect to the story of the storyline of the show before or after. It's a standalone episode. Oh. 
Um, I'll check it out. You should watch it. I don't remember it. Yeah. My episode is one that like still stays with me to this day. Um, When I was a kid, I used to watch the sitcom Growing Pains. Oh, yeah. I loved that show. Mm -hmm. Now it's been tainted, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. Sure. But this episode was about how like the Seavers told Ben, their youngest son, that like Christmas was a time of charity and giving and whatever. And so Ben invites this like homeless girl home to like stay with them for Christmas. And they're like, uh, Ben, this is not what we were talking about. <laughs> That's not, not <laughs> what we yeah. meant. And it's really sweet because like the, basically what happened in the episode is that um, she, you know, they let her take a shower or whatever. And then Carol gives her some clothes. And when she comes downstairs, she looks like a clean, normal, whatever, mm-hmm, per- you know, mm-hmm. and they, they realize like, oh, this is a person. This isn't just some like gross homeless person. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> they're all going around the table saying what they're glad about and thankful for for Christmas. And it, it's it's not done in like a, way but she just says like she kind of gets emotional and she says like i'm just happy to be warm i'm happy to be like you know like that carol gave me these nice clothes i'm happy that you know whatever and they all feel like really terrible but she can't deal with the fact that the the deceivers are being nice to her so she steals all of their presents and <laughs> and takes off in the middle of the night and they wake up and all the presents are gone and my goodness dark mike's, and mike's like please tell me you didn't get the good presents down from the attic yet <laughs> and oh my gosh and, and, and they and they run out to like try to find her and when they open the front door she's left all the presents on the front step she like couldn't do it mm. and it ends with her calling her like dad and talking to him on the phone hmm. which obviously they were estranged or whatever it was just like sure. the sweetest story ever that is and, sweet and like really still touches me to this day but yeah. like that was a cute episode of yeah. a christmas, christmas episode of a show mm-hmm. anyway mm. Mm-mm. Um, I don't, I don't know if I can, if I have any that stick out. I always found it really weird when like, like, uh, shows would release on like DVD, they'd release like a 35 minute, like Christmas special yeah. episode that was like out of the, out of the order or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember we would get like the, I remember, I don't remember this episode at all, but I know in my, my home, my family owned the always sunny. Mm. Christmas ah, special so episode and mm-hmm. you know uh I don't even know yeah I know like I know. I, one other one that just pops up is like the the Simpsons in the first season and like the Christmas mm-hmm. episode is how they got their dog, their dog yeah um and, it, and <gasps> oh, he was like I do know that one I remember in a, that one they were like rescuing him from being in mm-hmm. in races and um yeah it being a really so sweet called, that's why it's called Tim's helper that is helper right. yeah <laughs> right yeah, yeah, go, go, yeah just go just go with me here <laughs> but um <laughs> My mom and I, when when we would watch a lot, we would watch a lot of sitcoms together and we would watch a lot of sitcoms that were about black families because I think my mom just wanted to find ones that weren't about just white people, right? Yeah. And so we, watched, we watched a lot of Family Matters. <laughs> mm. Okay. Uh, yeah. A lot of Family Matters. But there's this episode where um, they're like giving some stuff away to charity, whatever, it's Christmas time. And <clears throat> um, Eddie mistakes Laura's one of Laura's dolls for like going to Goodwill or whatever. And, or to, to the, anyway, ends up at the dump. Like, and she's devastated because it was like her doll from when she was very little. And the episode is basically about Steve spending the entire night in the dump, in the garbage dump with mm-hmm. a dog, some random dog, <laughs> looking for Laura's doll. And when he gives it to her on Christmas because he found it, she's like, of so emotional. It was really sweet. It's a sweet mm-hmm. episode. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's another one, another Family Matters episode where they get him and Carl get stuck on the train, like on, on the subway. And with all these people, and they make like a makeshift Christmas tree and sing songs, mm, or whatever. Cute. Everybody's like pissed because they're stuck, but Steve like gets them to 
I like remember that now. Yeah. Oh, I uh, totally remember it's, that. It's actually really sweet. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about. I can like yeah. picture the like bus stop and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. God, Christmas guys. I mean, this is why <laughs> I'm saying, Meta, Christmas. we could just have a Christmas podcast because there are oh, so yeah. many, no, so many oh, directions we could go. I can't it, let absolutely. this episode end without mentioning a very obscure, strange Christmas thing that I think okay. everybody should know about. Many, yeah. many years ago, I went and saw like the Star Wars holiday special in a theater, right? Yes, okay. I was thinking mm-hmm. about that. For, forget that, whatever. It, this <laughs> this event started with a cartoon that they played called A Cosmic Christmas. And it's about a little boy. His best friend is like a goose. And <laughs> he gets bullied and people bully him and his goose or whatever. And then Obviously. this alien mm-hmm. spaceship lands and these three aliens in robes come out and they're like, 2,000 years ago, we detected a new star in this system. <laughs> right? And so they're asking this little boy, like, he's like, well, yeah, that's the Christmas star. And these aliens are like, what, uh, is, what is Christmas? And he has to teach these aliens what Christmas what? are. But these three aliens in these robes look mysteriously like they were. In, their design was inspired by the three wise men. I was going to say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, it's on YouTube. A cosmic okay. Christmas. A cosmic uh, Christmas. It's so bizarre. It's sh- it's short and it's weird and it's kind of a funny, just like weird thing to know about. Fun, Christmas. fun. Yeah. So check. Um, it out. I, I wanted love to... having. I love that I have a list. I know. I love I know. that I have things to do now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I will say, if anyone wants to listen to my uh, Spotify playlist, I've been curating yeah. my favorite Christmas music oh. that are mostly all current pop songs. So there's a lot of RuPaul, there's Casey Musgraves, there's like Sia, okay. Sia, the Lady Gaga song, like all the like fun pop up to date, like good for a Christmas party or just driving. It's called, <laughs> I wasn't actually like creating this for people to listen to. So the name is Chris- Christmas Jams with a Z. <laughs> So <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. That wasn't intended for anyone to see. Uh, but you but can look great, at it. What a great pun. Christmas jam. <laughs> right? You can mm. look at it under my name, Michael Koopman, K-O-O-P-M-A-N, and you can find my playlist. I also like, I, have you heard Taylor Swift's other Christmas song that's called Tis the Damn Season? I, that came up while we were talking about melancholy songs, and I, I, did, I forgot to mention it. It is so good. And the lyrics are gut-wrenching. And um, Is it on your playlist? It's on my playlist. And there's one line where she says, uh, the holidays are like bad perfume. You can run, but only so far. And it's so good. It's so good. And it's about, you know, falling in love with someone in your hometown, but like actually that being kind of complicated. So anyway, yeah, listen to my playlist. Christmas jams. It's so fun. I I play it all the time. Um, I love it. I hope everybody enjoys new fun Christmas movies and old ones too. Mm Mm-hmm. And find time to find some moments of peace because it is it is it it brings out the best in people, brings out the worst in people. It can be so stressful, but there's also moments that can be so sweet. So I try to just focus on those. Absolutely. And I think like uh, it's always important to me to try and carve out my own traditions and what feels important, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. I think we can all get bogged down and not just trauma, it doesn't have to be trauma, but just sort of the handed down traditions that maybe aren't meaningful. So like mm-hmm. finding the meaning, what matters to you, what matters to your new family or your wherever you're at in your life, I think is what makes it, like, it's how Christmas can uh, survive, you know? You gotta yeah. keep it, keep it a little fresh and yeah. it could be, relevant it, to you. It, it could be whatever you want it to be. And if something yeah. doesn't work for you, throw it away. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Don't have to use like it. Like all those Christmas gifts. Yep. Sorry, I don't like this one. Yep. Can I get a gift like receipt? Can I get a gift receipt with yep. that tradition? Right. Yeah. Right. Please. Yeah. I love it. Cool. Well, this was so satisfying. Thank you for yeah. taking your time. Um, Thank you for so joining for us. So yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah thanks for coming. True. Yeah. Maybe this, maybe this is a new Christmas tradition, and yes. next year we, we talk about the new movies. We talk about the movies that are released next year. Yeah. Yes. Love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Agreed. Agreed. All right. And cool. our, our Christmas horror movie will be out by then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. 2023. Uh, yep. It's like a <laughs> lifetime movie. Yep. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, thank All you right. for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.